I'm your host, Tyrone. I'm Desiree. And we are not your attorneys. Not your attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have another rousing rendition of the hottest <laughs> in pop law and culture and media yeah. for you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and I'm a little hoarse, so bear with me. <laughs> it's been a long week at the job. Over there sounding like Barry White. <laughs> All right, I'll see you, Tyrone. Me, 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 me. <laughs> But we're just we're going to get into it for you right now. So I'm sure many people are familiar with one of my favorite rappers, Mr. Rocco the Don himself. Who? Excuse you. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Rocco the Don, Atlanta rapper, you know, has two children with Monica. He is the person who also put Future on the map. He sounds very Atlanta famous. By choice, (laughs) by choice, by choice. So for those of you who are not hip with rap and don't know Rocco, I don't know how anyone doesn't know Rocco, but anyways, (laughs) Rocco, he first started off as a ghostwriter for some of your popular artists, and I won't name those. You can Google that yourself. And he was later signed to Def Jam under L.A. Reid, and he's known for some songs like I'ma Do Me, You Don't Even Know It. That's the big controversy that Rick Ross had from his lyrics in that song, putting a molly mm, in her yeah. champagne. She ain't know it. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Um, this morning, one of my favorite songs, favorite, favorite songs, squares out your circle and going steady. Anytime I got attached to any dude, I listen to going <laughs> steady and I bring it right back on down. But Songs <laughs> that most of you have never heard of, but... I mean, I think the titles at least are very interesting. I'm Squares sure. out your circle. I want to hear that song circle. now. You need to listen to it. You got people us <laughs> around you. They go to hurry your best to down you. Keep them squares up out your circle. All right, all right. <laughs> but let's go on right ahead and get into this case. So if you have not heard, Rocco, on behalf of his company, A1 Recordings, um, brought a little lawsuit for about Ten million dollars or so against future. Future, yeah, you know future. Um, Where your ass was at? (laughs) (laughs) Not at the courthouse. (laughs) Okay, but let's see. So back in June of 2016, Rocco filed a case for breach of contract against Future because Future went ahead and did some side deals with epic records so just a little bit more background future was you know signed to Rocco's record label a1 recordings back in 2010 ish 2011 and all deals that future made any songs was supposed to go through a1 recordings through Rocco and Rocco was entitled to 20 percent 20 percent yeah that's well, according to Rocco in this um, complaint, 
he he's a little shady. He, <laughs> he doesn't shady? Really, he doesn't mince words. He says that he made um, Future, uh, who was an unknown rapper before him, into um, like a world-renowned artist. Effect <laughs> I is, is not shade. I mean. <laughs> Future was unknown. He used to be hiding in the background of Rocco's videos. Rocco was courteous enough to let Future on some of his most popular songs and introduced him to all of these people to make Future who he is today. Sierra's wonder, baby daddy. I, I was going to say, I wonder if he introduced her to, him to Sierra. He actually did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that how they got together on that song? Eventually, um, you know, Rocco oh, the song was with we're Monica. About is body, body party. party. <laughs> Sierra, I just love when she does R and B. That but. honestly, like her vocals are the best when she's singing like "Sex Me Down" R and B. Goodies is still my album. Like, man, like you know, you like to ride. Like that's the Sierra. Nobody wants this Sierra that we have. Like, it's fine for someone, but the Sierra that I think is the most successful and true to herself is the one where she's giving you just real, like, love, dirty R&B with, like, some bass to it. Yes. Um, Basic Instinct, that was a good album, you know, that had right on it. But, okay, Sierra, you still my girl. Just come on home to Atlanta. Just come on home. But anyway, let's get back to my boy Rocco. Okay, so Rocco, he signed Future to a 360 deal, which is crazy, but it's the norm now. So Tyrone, tell us what 360 deals are about. 360 deals are the deals where the label is getting, it's getting a piece of your revenue streams from things that aren't just your album or your royalties they are getting a passive interest so passive meaning like they're not really putting any effort into it they sort of just put their uh, flag into the claim to say we're going to get this amount if you do endorsement deal if you do anything that's not related to the business that we handle for you we still want a piece of it because I, if y'all didn't know, records aren't making, albums aren't making money, money. anymore. So listen to the <laughs> breakdown and we'll go into a little bit more depth of 360 deals. But with Rocco's contract with Future, um, Rocco had exclusive rights to all of Future services, whether it be recordings or anything else for recordings at least for six albums and then during that term of the contract he had rights to anything else and he was entitled to 20 percent of all of future services touring endorsements publishing merchandising merchandising, everything and i just wanted to reference that we are reading directly from the complaint that future excuse me that rocco filed against future so um you know basically there there is some shady moments like <laughs> Tyrone said in this complaint. However, like Rocco can do no wrong in my book. So that's just <laughs> what I'm going to say. But Rocco sued Future himself and all of Future's companies, um, Wilburn Holding Company, Freebrands Touring, his astronaut music publishing. But I found it interesting that Rocco did not sue Epic Records yes. because throughout the complaint, he says that Future and Epic Records 
acted in concert to circumvent the contract that Rocco had with Future. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I think right off the top, we need to acknowledge that it's very interesting that I was expecting to see Epic Records, Sony Records, because, you know, Sony's the bigger label. Yeah. Under, um, mm -hmm. Epic's is, Epic is under. And I thought it was very, very curious to me how they were, they're all over the complaint and usually mentioned right alongside um, Future and all of his publishing and whatever else is under his name. But there's no claims against them. And that could just be maybe because there is a separate lawsuit potentially, but usually in something like- Or my like, boy Rocco is just smart. Don't bite the hand that kind of <laughs> gives you a little bit of money. Rocco's so like, he's like, I know where my money comes from. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to maintain this relationship with Epic and Sony. And let me just go after the little man future. But let's continue on. So I think we got most of the facts out right. the way. So future, excuse me, Rocco was asking either for future to pay him the 10 million or so dollars that he's owed for the breach of contract, which was future going behind Rocco's back to make a separate direct deal with epics for all of his music and touring, etc., versus it going through Rocco. Um, and so Rocco wants damages, legal damages for that. He's also asking for damages if he can't get money damages because Rock Future is a unique person. He makes unique music mm -hmm. and he wants Future to stop making this music until he gets his coins. So he wants an injunction. Injunction. So yes. it's like, uh, it's very interesting, again, how this complaint is set up and that it's squarely placing the blame on Future. It's like, um, there's actually three counts, three counts that they're alleging. And obviously the one that is the most obvious is the breach of the contract. Yes. So that's when there is a material part of the contract material, meaning something that is essential. Like there's no other reason you would be signing the agreement and someone has not fulfilled their duty on either end. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's what we called a breach, a material breach of the contract. They're also alleging, which again, this goes back to why it's Epic Records not on this, if you're <laughs> going to allege this, um, this tortious interference of contract. That sounds like more um, bougie than it is. It really just <laughs> means that. Bad and bougie. If, <laughs> Do you remember when it wasn't cool to be bougie? Like I remember being in high school and sometimes in college, people did not like me because they said I was bougie. Yes. But it, now that's cool. I think, okay. you know what it could be is that bougie is associated with money now. <laughs> and people are all about their money. Well, go ahead and bring them coins this way. <laughs> I'll take it. But yeah, it's a back to tortious interference yes. of contract. Um, that basically is the bougie way of saying that <laughs> you up in other people's business. And so <laughs> if you have an, and usually it comes with an employment agreement where someone is employed by company A and company B wants that employee to go to them and they know that there is a contract where they are not supposed to leave, the employee's not supposed to leave company A, then they make them an offer or something that they know is going to cause the employee to break their contract with company A. That is usually the essence of what tortious interference of contract and tortious just refers to like harm, hurt. Yes. Um, and interference contract. It's pretty, 
pretty obvious what they mean right there. So, but you usually do that towards not the person who is under the agreement, mm-hmm. but someone else. else right. Which the someone else in this situation would be epic, epic records. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that they have both on there, it's like you could, if you're gonna. I think they would have the strongest claim with the material breach, but I guess this is one of the times See, where you it's just you throw in all of everything you have at them to make sure that you recover. I'm just reminded of a little person named Memphis who tried to sue Viacom and Mona Scott Young in regards to the K. Michelle suit and... <laughs> His career is over, you know. So, Rocco, this is my boy. You were smart. You knew what to do. Just go after future. Leave these big corporations alone. Really, you don't don't come out of the the corporations or the hands that feed you. Because I feel like, I think we've seen. You've even told me Desiree. I haven't seen it myself, but um, Rocco is still tweeting support for future to this exactly. day. Exactly, and this is the thing. Rocco is my well. boy. He's like everybody go buy futures album go ahead and buy it this was my brother i tried to keep it out the court and even in the court documents you know he says that i reached out to future i reached out to epics multiple times to try to settle this i just want what's rightfully mine like future and epic you did not have the right to make a side deal you did not have the right to give future permission to go ahead and do what a time to be alive with drake (laughs) or anything else without my permission because contractually Future is signed to A1 Recordings, and I have to give consent on anything else that Future does. And, of course, they all want to get paid, so A1 would have been behind it. But when Rocco said in these court documents, I went to Future, and Future was just like, nope, bruh, I ain't paying you. Like, I don't even know you. I'm here now. I'm on songs with Drake. I'm on songs with Sierra and everybody else and Rihanna. I don't care what you're talking about. Don't so, do that to my boy Rocco. So it really, it looks like he's just trying to get, like you said, his fair amount of what he helped contribute to Future's career. So he's like, when he signed a deal, I said 25% of royalties and advances that come from Epic Records or any major label that I secure a deal for you with. Also, I want 20% of all the other in- income revenue streams that you bring in endorsements, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. that is a byproduct of this persona that I have created for you, Nevadius. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Demon Wilbur. <laughs> and so it doesn't even seem like he's asking for this crazy amount when yeah. he when you break down the math, sort of like if this is true, you have this agreement, it's only fair. If you have given him no money during this time period and you're getting advances behind his back from epic records that are supposed to go through a one and you're getting um paid to do other deals and cash money this that and, uh and you this gotta- is a part of being intelligent like sometimes i understand if you're struggling you're trying to come up you may sign a contract that may not be favorable to you however you can always try to renegotiate that. So I think one of the things that I didn't like when this case was first filed back in June was, you know, future taking to Twitter, like real dudes don't go to the courthouse and 
oh, that's what we doing now. You know, this is business. And you signed a contract, you're breaching the contract that you're legally bound to. And that is my right to go to court. So just because I'm going to court and using lawyers does not make me real. And that's what Rocco, real. <laughs> yeah, not real. And that's what Rocco explained in his He's reply like, well, tweet. To, like roll up on you with the gun in the street. Like no, nobody about that. This is business. Like, it's not that deep for us to lose our life. Like the mid nineties. This isn't West Coast, East Coast rap beat. Shout out like, to Tupac because I'm from the Bay over here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but like it's not that serious. This is about yeah. money. So of course he's gonna use whatever means he has to get his money from a person that he probably likes, but he's like it's like if you have an issue with the family member. It's honestly reminds me a little bit of um Birdman Lil Wayne yeah. and their situation. Mm-hmm. But theirs I think is a little bit more complicated. complicated because yeah. There is a lot of promises that I think happened behind the scenes and that were made to Lil Wayne that maybe didn't come to fruition. And or, it's he yeah. took it much more personally. Whereas like you clearly see Rocco's like I'm well, going by the he's like, if black you wanna... <laughs> ink on these pages. Like that's all I want. I'm not asking for more. I'm not trying to get more. I just want literally what's right. Rocco's like, if you want to go down to the TGI Fridays and get some appetizers. Nevadius, we can do it. Right. <laughs> He's like, I'm just over here asking you for my money. It's like, and we'll handle it and we'll go to court when necessary or we'll settle. Well, and this is ultimately, this is that. why this has come to like um, become relevant again for all of us is because recently it was leaked or alleged that there was some type of settlement that had happened because like Desiree said, this was filed June of last year. Mm-hmm. So this was sort of old news except for the fact that um, it was alleged that there was a settlement in which they made it seem like Rocco was going <laughs> to give Future's whole life. <laughs> like, Future ain't making no money off the next three albums. He got to pay right, all that's of his. Why he put in... <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that. Future about to be broke. How's he going to support all five all baby mamas? Kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why this has come into like the mainstream um, popularity again at the mainstream consciousness because there is this alleged settlement which I believe Rocco is just like I don't know what y'all are talking about because typically <laughs> like, this is ongoing deals are you know confidential and you really don't know the terms so that's why I think maybe you say like it was leaked so according to the rumor like Rocco was entitled to 50% of tour revenue from future as well as royalties for from Future's next two albums. So that could, this could be true. We it did could. see Future put out two albums back to back. So congratulations to you, Future, for having the number one and two album in the country. But we <laughs> see the legal reasons why behind this. But still, congratulations at the end of the day. Yeah, I've so, never quite seen an artist go that hard with putting out new music, like one week. Can I just say, I could not week. listen to that second singing album, Like, What was the second one? <laughs> Hendrix. Oh, my God. Listen, Hendrix has some bops on it now. See, you didn't say that when I first talked to you about it. You gave it another try. I, I You have to go back and listen to it because the production on it is, I, I'd say, stronger than the production on the future, the self-titled, you know, future's um, mm-hmm. self-titled <laughs> album. Um I would say that to me, the actual production of the beat is stronger on Hendrix. I would say the lyrics. Is it Dirty Sprite too? Is it Dirty Sprite too? 
I would say it's um, an evolved dirty sprite too. <laughs> like you're still getting like some of the like gutter bass uh, syncopation rhythms, but it's not quite dirty sprite too. Like you're not gonna have your I serve the bass, your warehouse was that. Like you're not gonna necessarily have those, but you're gonna have something that you can um, hit the cardio to. Is in the it gym. a March Madness? That's my that's my one right. Definitely there. not March Madness. But it's, I would say if if you were to take like some nice, um, the the hood R and B type music and put it over some really good beats, that's what you're gonna get. All right. Um. So it's stuff that like, it's the equivalent to like, um, hood or like ratchet pop music to me. Like, okay. <laughs> like stuff that not is not really about nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> you'll start like you you'll get a body roll into. Or or two out of it. Like for me personally, I what's the, fresh air. I'm a need fresh air. <laughs> hey, see, I, I'm out of the loop because I don't know that song. Yeah, well, what you did is you you told me you went to that damn Rihanna <laughs> song that Future has with you. You I don't see, know how blame you got to, title for me listening to that Rihanna and Future selfish song. Cause I went to that one and I was just like. It's all like the hottest, the top songs on title, and I listened to it. I was like, "What the fuck?" I don't. I, I wouldn't call it the hottest. <laughs> I don't know what list that they put it on, but I will say that Future is trying to push himself further to not just do the same music over and over. Well, kudos to you, because designer is coming for you. <laughs> I love designer. Like designer always seems happy, and I just want to live my life like designer. He always seems happy to be exactly where he is, and I appreciate that. So he should probably stop carrying weapons on him, though. I will say that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Speaking of weapons, let's just get back to this case because the real weapons and everything are your lawyers, which we are not, but. I just want to say, like, this case is really interesting. I mean, if the settlement terms are found to be true, we'll check back and keep you guys updated. But I just want Future to stop making these um, online threats towards my boy Rocco. Like, you are already, quote, unquote, losing your money. Do you want to lose your freedom? You already have a criminal record. I think, and you're making he, these threats against my boy. I don't know anything about what actually goes on in Future's life. I just know what he sings about, and he sings about a lot of drugs. And <laughs> if he actually uses all these drugs that he talks about, like, I'm getting a dirty sprite too. I forgot what's the first song on that album, but he lists like six different drugs that he's on, and I'm like, this can't be real. Like, this has oh, to be gosh. for effect. But the point is that I feel like he may be under some type of influence or maybe he's not in his right state of mind when he gets on social media. Well, according to Rolling Stone, he is on a lot of drugs. The the author of the article, you know, <laughs> saw the drugs around and they also saw that his credit card was declined at the Chanel store. So oh, oh, you need oh, to stay off drugs, oh. handle your finances, stop talking about people so you can keep them. We are aiming for longevity. So I, I am rooting th- for future. This I, ten I, million ain't gonna be nothing if you think about the future and what you will make. Just I, stop with the cyber I think threats. Between 
how he's treating this Raga situation and how he's treated his Sierra and custody situation, I think that he needs maybe a new circle of people around him. Keep him squares out to a circle. Because the it doesn't seem like he has the best influences. But we will see the settlement that did or did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see very quickly if this is true or not, because it will probably affect Future's lifestyle greatly. Right. Oh, and let's not forget the attorney's fees, because you know you ask for attorney fees as well. So those can add up. And also, Stay I would like to say <laughs> that I didn't file this, and I'm usually not filing cases down in Decatur. <laughs> but I will say this um, complaint filed by Rocco's attorney did seem hastily thrown together because there are several <laughs> inconsistencies throughout the complaint that I felt like I had to overlook or I had to write in my own correction to understand what they were saying. So, and not to say typos or ty- like typos, whatever, those happen sometimes, but some of the stuff that he was messing on one were fundamental, like the dates. <laughs> so yeah. I will say that that's important. Like if you're going to like, even if you have an attorney, you read over the stuff yourself. Don't just depend on them. Like, you don't know everything, but you know grammar, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> grammar, at least. You should. Syntax. So, anyway, good luck, Future and Rocco. I hope you guys work Shout through it. Shout out to Rocco. That's my boy. You I know. hope you make some great I'm about music to go together. listen to the Gift of Gap, too. That's one of my favorites. Still don't Rocco know album. any of Rocco's music. See, we, we, go have, <laughs> we go listen to some after this. This is The Breakdown. Breakdown. Today's topic is 360 deals in the music industry. 360 deals, also called multiple rights deals, are used by record labels to generate revenue other than music sales. 360 deals have arisen in the industry because traditional album sales have waned in recent years, and now record labels have to look to other revenue streams to make sure they're recouping profits from their artists. Some type of revenue streams that record labels generate income from include digital sales, tours, concerts, live performance revenue, merchandise sales, endorsement deals, and television appearances and songwriting revenues. And it's important to note that while 360 deals have become more common, There is no standard 360 deal, and they vary from artist to artist, depending on their bargaining power. And that was The Breakdown. So Future has back-to-back number one albums. Make sure you go check those out. (laughs) Yes, go check. I think it's Future, um, self-titled, if you will. Dangerous beehive, future high. That still pisses I me off. Don't even know how that became a thing. I think it was a joke at first. Yeah. And then these hood people, his fans, whoever you want to call them, they took it a little too far. But whatever, support future because I think he's going to need Very it. Very smart brother actually has a good article about who is future and why is he here like what is his existence in the music industry something in that nature i'm sure there's people who listen to this whole podcast if they made it through the whole thing and they're still like i don't know who they're talking about (laughs) rocco everybody knows rocco first of all they're like are these um cartoon characters rocco's modern life is what you're talking actually not i've been jamming to rocco's pandora station all day going steady that's What's it? Circles in the square, square Keep pegs. Keep them squares about your circle. Okay. Your circle. Something about 
these toddler ass games <laughs> <laughs> well i think that's it y'all um thanks for listening make sure you check us out at pop wait they also need to check out sierra's uh oh, yes. new baby family photos the four yes baby future um, and the Wilson. I'm sure uh, Mr. Nevadius, that's future, will feel some type of way about <laughs> these pictures. Hopefully he don't make another song about it. That defamation oh, suit is hot and ready, he right? He really needs to keep all of his comments to himself going forward because <laughs> I think he's running out of money to defend himself. But yes. Go Rocco. <laughs> go check out those uh, two albums, Future and Hendrix. And also... Um, Sierra, Miss <laughs> Russell Wilson herself. Uh, what is it, Vanity Fair? Or and no, Harper's Bazaar. Harper's Bazaar. I don't. They're all the same to me. <laughs> um, go check that out. But yes, now definitely go follow us at Pop Law Podcast on Twitter, Inst- Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. Listen to us on Google. Play, go like us on Facebook SoundCloud. too, y'all itunes we have some really funny shit on there yes <laughs> twitter everything all, all right. right talk with you all later bye later